0: This is Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. Thank you for being here. Hello and welcome back to Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. Thank you for being here. I'm so 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 happy that you are. It was actually super fun as I was getting ready to sit down and record this episode. I saw when I when I log into my, you know, podcast recording suite, I can see all of the listeners and where you guys are listening from and all of those details. And it was funny, I was actually watching the numbers go up as I was, you know, logging in and just getting set up to record which is really fun. So as I am recording this episode for you, someone somewhere is listening right now. Not to this episode, but to another one, which is just so, so amazing. And I think really a testament to the power that there is in really learning to manage your own energy, master your own energy field, how to clear out and heal and kind of reprogram your nervous system. Because when you do that, everything starts to flow so much more easily. Right? I've been I've been dreaming of this day of getting to serve and support and touch the lives of people any time of day wherever they're located, whatever they're listening on, all of these things I have been dreaming about for, for for years. And being in this space where I can be sitting here recording, knowing that someone out there is listening right now in real time to another episode I've put out there and getting all of your messages and hearing about all of your shifts and transformations and all of that is something that I created, something that I willed into existence, right? And in the spiritual community, the spiritual coaching world, the spiritual development, personal development world, right? We use this term manifesting, right? Manifesting to turn, to make something manifest into the physical world, to take something from thought from the sort of energetic, uh, you know, esoteric, non-physical conception of it existing, and take that and make it manifest into the physical world. And today, <laughs> I want to talk to you guys a bit about manifesting, but manifesting from a particular energetic viewpoint a particular viewpoint of where you can draw a lot of your manifesting power from and i'm very excited i I always say this but i am super extra excited to be sharing this episode and curious to see if it is true what they say does sex really sell are you guys going to be more inclined to be listening to or to open up this episode about sex, money, and magic. I'll be curious to see. And if you are, great. Right? Because I feel like when we, there's this texture of thinking about, you know, when you think about that notion, like sex sells, it's almost like there's this judgment of like, oh, well, sex sells. So yeah, we should just like, I don't know. There's this judgment around it. Right. But to me of course we want to hear about sex of course we want to look at and explore and hopefully improve and heal our relationship with sexuality with sex with sexual energy right and same thing goes with money right all of these quote unquote taboo topics are areas where we can get we can get a little hard on ourselves we can get kind of caught up in the judgments of like oh why better I don't want anyone on the train around me or my lover next to me to see like hide the phone so they can't see that I'm listening to an episode called sex money magic whatever right fortunately I think we're we're in a world where it's that that paradigm of like we don't talk about sex we don't talk about money is kind of in real time starting to break down at least in certain you know certain communities And I just want you to kind of feel into, are there any judgments that you have right now around your desire to learn more about how to heal your relationship with sex, how to heal your relationship with money? Is there any embarrassment? Is there any shame? Is any of that stuff coming up? Just even as you think about pressing play on this episode, as you are starting to listen and wonder what we're going to talk about. And just gentle observer, right? Observe whatever judgment is there. Shame is there. Hesitation is there. Fear is there, right? And just sit with it. And I also want to honor that we live in a world where there is a lot of, there's a lot of trauma. That happens around there's a lot of sexual trauma that many of us deal with and that is not what I am going into today. That is not what we are talking about today. And just in the name of being a responsible practitioner a responsible teacher, I do want to just honor that. There are people who are listening who have had sexual traumas. I have had plenty of sexual traumas and that is the reality of the world we live in. So this is your kind of trigger warning. Presumably the title in and of itself also serves as a bit of a trigger warning. I am going to talk about sex. I am going to talk a little bit about sexual energy, about the how what happens when we kind of shut down our sexual energy and feel shame and pain and resistance and all that stuff around sex so if this is something that you're actively working through or there are really active kind of painful wounds around sex for you maybe this isn't the episode for you right now probably also not super safe for work I mean depending on your work environment but do what you need to do really trust and honor yourself before you listen to this and also if you feel like you want to listen to it whether it's you know there might be there might be some triggers for you or not if you feel like you want to listen to it but there is some triggery stuff just some emotion coming up around it I want to invite you guys to practice some tapping practice some EFT as you are listening to this in any moments when the sort of fear, shame, guilt, what have you comes up. So if you already know how to tap, tap however feels, however you're called to tap. If you're like, what the heck is this woman talking about? Then (laughs) let me tell you. Um, We'll do more episodes talking about tapping and EFT and what it is and how magical and amazing it is. But for the time being, take a look at your non-dominant hand, right? I'm right-handed, so I'm looking at my left hand. Take a look at your hand and then just find the sort of, fleshy spot on the back of your hand in between your pinky finger and ring finger bones, right? So there are those like bones, knobby bones on the back of your hand. Find that kind of meaty spot in between those two bones, right? And then you're just going to tap lightly. You can use just your index finger, index finger, middle finger, and ring finger of the opposite hand, whatever whatever you need. But just tap lightly. One, two, three fingers doesn't matter on that spot, and breathe. Hmm. So this is your—I sometimes call this my like my version of this is like instant relaxation. We call this the gamut point in uh, in tapping in EFT, and it's a really powerful acupressure point to help kind of just help regulate the emotional response the physiological emotional response so use that as a tool as we're going through this if it serves you and with that i will see you guys on the other side of the break to talk about sex money magic and how you can use your sexual energy to really amp up your co-creative power Alright guys, we are talking all things, maybe not all things, but a lot of things taboo today and in case you can't tell by the sound of my voice, I am so excited to be talking about this with you guys. It's really, honestly, when you start to understand co-creative energy, creative energy, sexual energy energy. And how it is related to your ability to manifest, to create the life that you want, um, to bring your dreams from thought into form, you just kind of unlock this really, really cool, exciting place of your power and open up to a lot more joy and pleasure and bliss and all of those really, really yummy things. So I'm super excited to get to share this with you guys today. So first things first, I just want to ask you guys some questions and you can just kind of honestly feel into your physical body response first and then notice any thoughts, you know, just notice what comes up, but feel first into your physical body's response when I put these questions out there. So The first question is, what is your relationship to pleasure like? How do you experience pleasure? How do you think about pleasure? How do you feel about pleasure? Is your life set up in such a way that you experience a lot of pleasure? What body, sensations, emotions, all of that, what does it bring up for you? And particularly, again, how does your physical body react when like you hear the word pleasure when you think about pleasure and then what about your emotions what is your relationship to your emotions like and this is this is the the full range of emotions right not just joy bliss happiness sadness right it's all of it it's shame grief anger resentment frustration hatred Stress, anxiety, worry, pleasure, bliss, joy, ecstasy, love, self-love, compassion, right? All of the things. We have so many emotions, so many things, right? So what, how, what is your relationship to that range of emotions? How, how wide is your emotional range? How deeply connected are you to your emotions? And then how much space is there in your life? for your emotions, all of them? (laughs) How much space is there in your life for pleasure? Do you regularly take time to have pleasureful experiences to bring joy, pleasure, bliss into your life? And then how much space is there in your life, your day-to-day existence, to just be present with what is, Be aware and present with whatever is up for you. Positive emotions, negative emotions. And to let them move. How much time do you give yourself to just really sit with like, okay, what's up today? Oh, today I'm feeling really angry. And just sit with it. Not try to change it. Just sit with it and let it move. Hmm. So those might be questions that you you know jot down return to maybe you journal on maybe you bring them into a meditation right but for the time being just use those as kind of a a foundation right a touch point of checking in like okay how do I relate to all of these things how do I relate and all of those questions really are questions that are starting to get you in touch with your sacral chakra this is your second chakra it's kind of it's a couple inches um, below your belly button in in your sort of womb space area and it is the sake your sacral chakra is the center of that deals with emotion, movement, flow, sexuality, the kind of mixing and balancing of masculine and feminine energies, pleasure, enjoyment, and particularly like sensory pleasures, right? Not as much, not the sort of intellectual, spiritual pleasures, but sensory, physical, tangible world pleasures. And your sacral chakra is also the center of your creative power. So all of these questions about how do I relate to pleasure, to my emotions, how much space is there, all of that is dropping you into this second chakra, sacral chakra energy and just checking out like what's, what's going on down there energetically right now in your life. And really what I want to get into today, there, there are a lot of different aspects, but really, right, your sacral chakra is this creative center this is the center of your creative energy your creative power and oftentimes i'm curious to to know what you guys hear or think or what would what have you when you hear the word creative right but oftentimes there's a big difference in how we think about the word creative creative energy creative whatever and the way we think about the world the word co-creative right and just take a feel into that right now right do you have kind of a very different aso- set of associations with creative energy creative practice creative things and co-creative things cuz i think a lot of people do right because C- creative energy we think of, even still, even though I do this work all the time, I think about like painting, doing creative writing, um, create, p- putting together a dance, choreographing a dance, um, photography, g- painters, artists, whatever, right? There's some kind of creative energy, right, that is associated with generally some kind of artistic pursuit, Whereas when we think about the word co-creative, most of us immediately go into like, okay, yeah, manifesting. We're talking about co-creating your reality, co-creating the life you want to see, co-creating between yourself, your own energy field, your physical entity, and God, angels, universe, spirit, source, whatever, whatever word you resonate with, right? The thing is, creative energy and co-creative energy aren't really different. Right. the The only difference is that the co part of your co creative energy is that you have this dance. Right. You're inviting in another person or whatever person entity. Um, you're inviting divine energy into your creative process. I personally think divine energy is really in the creative process always. Right. Inspired action in spirit. Action inspiration in spirit. Right. I personally think that this so or that sort of divine cosmic energy is infused into every creation but specifically when we are talking about co-creation it is that vein of really inviting and like okay I want I want the support of the divine I want the support of a higher power I want the support of something bigger than me beyond me what have you right. So <laughs> First and foremost, let's just kind of stop separating these two and realize your creative power and your co-creative power are, are intrinsically linked. And that both of those things are really centered in that. That creative power is coming from your sacral chakra. is coming from the energy center that is most closely related to sex. And Right When we start to think about sex, sexual energy, realistically, sexual energy is also, it it is creative energy. That is why the second chakra is so closely intrinsically, well, there are a lot of reasons, but that's one of the reasons why the second chakra is so tied into your sexual relationships, the way you relate to sexuality, your own sexuality, the way you enjoy sex, the way you enjoy pleasurable experiences, is because sexual energy is creative energy, right? Even if we're not talking about literally creating like a new being, right, and having, you know, pregnancy, having a child, even if you're not talking about that, you are talking about the creative mixing of two different beings, two different energy fields, two different auras, two different nervous systems, and moving together to create movement, right? To create something. And so this is where, <laughs> you, right, you can start to see all of these things are so linked that if you are cutting yourself off from sexual energy from your sexual energy from your sexuality you end up cutting off your connection to that creative co-creative juicy yummy power which is not what we want so feel back into right this idea of that's why we started with these questions of like what is your relationship to pleasure what is your relationship to sex to your sexuality and especially when as I mentioned earlier we we live in a world where the vast majority of us have had some kind of funky dynamic around sex right ranging from you know embarrassment and weirdness of like your parents talking to you about it or awkward uncomfortable sexual experiences or dealing with your own sexuality and kind of finding like where it is that your sexuality falls on the spectrum of sexuality right Uh, and and how parents reacted and society reacts and all of these things right to like watching movies and learning about sex and watching porn and learning about sex and maybe feeling weird about it and there's a weird shameful thing around like oh god we can't like no one can know that I ever watch porn or no one can know these things right like whatever it is whether it's that kind of texture of just like shame secrecy it's embarrassing it's weird no one talks about it to getting into the big traumas around sexuality which are unfortunately a very ugly prolific common reality in the current paradigm we live in in the current world we live in right and subject for another day but part of that to me is about suppressing this creative power right part of the paradigm that we live in right now encourages us or or kind of programs us to dissociate to separate to stuff away this massive yummy juicy co-creative power that really all of us are born to have. All of us are designed to have. That's why the second chakra exists. Exists. That's why it develops the way it does. That's why it deals with the things it does. is because it is designed. It is this program designed to give us the power to manifest, to create, to achieve, create, have the things that we desire in order to fulfill our purpose on this planet. <laughs> Big cosmic themes here as we are talking about sex, money, and magic. <laughs> but... All of that aside, whatever your story is around sex, if there are shadowy bits that are blocking you from really fully embracing your sexual energy, your sexuality, your creative energy is inherently being kind of squeezed out and shut out and shut down, right? And So this is, this is part of why I love the chakra system is that as you do healing work and do diagnostic work of looking at, okay, how are each of my seven main chakras currently showing up? What pockets of your power, your ability to show up in the world, your ability to set boundaries, your, you know, your energetic gifts, what of those are you cutting yourself off from? And if you are, as many of us are, <laughs> a bit cut off from your sacral chakra, you have a kind of closed sacral chakra and are more focused on the sort of conditioned masculine, like do, achieve, not, in, not as into flow, alignment, um, movement, right? The sacral chakra is, it's very, very, very sensual. And so if you do not currently live a life where there is time for sensual pleasures, where there is time for just movement for the sake of movement, right? I always feel like just to me, a very sacral chakra activity, a way to connect deeply with your creative power is to just put on some music and dance, like not as a workout, not as a like you can get your heart rate up, sure, whatever, but that's not the intention, Right The intention is to connect you with this sensual flow, creative creation, pleasure, movement energy center. So that's food for thought. If you guys want to start playing with having kind of a fun yummy dance practice to help reconnect you with your sacral energy, that is really beautiful. And then also start looking at, right? Where are the ways that I am like overstructured, pushing into the condition masculine, especially around things that you're trying to manifest, right? So if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a business owner, if you are um actively even if you're not an entrepreneur or a business owner but you're actively trying to work on like okay I want to manifest money for this thing I want to make this investment I want to pay off this debt I want to manifest a partner I want to manifest a dream home I want to manifest my community my sisterhood my um whatever it is right I want to manifest the dream job the dream client blah 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 whatever it is that you're focusing on look at the areas where you are really just kind of looking at like structuring and doing the things and da 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 even if it's like you're in the sort of spinning your wheels thing right where you're really doing a lot of hustle and not actually taking deeply aligned inspired action look at the ways that you're kind of in like spinning 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 mode and not really deeply dropping into feeling it the pleasure of it the enjoyment of it leaving space for flow Right? Imagine what it would be like if you approached each of the things that you are trying to manifest with a sensual, open, flowy energy. Right? What if you were trying to make love? To all of the aspects of your life that you're trying to manifest. And right, we're not getting like pervy and being like weirdly sexual in our jobs, or right? That's not what this is. It's about sexual energy, right? And so that's another, another thing to look at is like if any of those shadowy bits of like, oh my God, I can't just be like weirdly thinking about sex all the time, right? There's a difference between like sexual intercourse and sexual energy, Your own sexual energy can be completely self-contained sexual energy, like enjoyment of movement, pleasure, sexual creative energy within your own body and your own form. Like that can, it does not have to be physical in any way, whether it's with yourself or another person, right? Sexual energy is not inherently sex. Hopefully I'm making that distinction clear. But imagine how much yummier and more fun and more playful and less controlling, grasping, gripping it would be to approach your manifestations the way you would approach like a special date with a lover who you feel super comfortable with and are like so turned on by and so attracted to and it's just so much fun and it feels like there's like flickers of flame and amazing ecstasy just when you hold hands and it's great and you're like so excited right like this energy that is the energy where you can really start to magnetize things to you so quickly and if too you're healing your creative centers you're healing this co-creative power and not even healing it but just reconnecting to it if you are practicing this reconnection to your co-creative power doing sacral chakra work if you are doing those things then your relationship to money inherently starts to get a little bit healthier right if you are treating money the way you treat a really wonderful lovely sexy lover or partner right if you are relating to your money your wealth your affluence your impact with that level of care and attention and excitement and body feelings and pleasure and enjoyment everything starts to move faster right you get yourself into this energy of flow this is why sexual energy and your ability to manifest money it's why sex and money are so related and I say this as someone guys who has spent a lot of time doing time and energy and resources, doing work around my own sexual energy, right? Because if you've been in my world for a while, you've heard like, I'm a childhood sexual abuse survivor, right? That is a part of my story. And so it has taken diligence and effort to start even to heal my relationship with pleasure, to actually even think about bringing sexual energy into the way that i manifest the way that i think about money the way that i right think about all of the areas of my life is with bringing this yummy creative pleasurable energy to it and that is the energy of the second chakra sexual energy co-creative energy whatever you want to call it so this is where the manifestation process can get really, really yummy and fun and feel so good. And it can also be a beautiful way for you to start to identify, like, okay, where are there, where is there still shadow, shame, stickiness, stories, energy kind of gunking up my aura, my nervous system? When you approach it this way, you can start to see where those little blocks are and just go back in use whatever tools you have minor tapping embodiment work journaling Uh, (laughs) i i have many tools right but use your tools to go through the healing right whether it's working with a coach working with a therapist doing your tapping doing your own self-healing practices essential oils crystals salt baths blah 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 there are so many tools but start to bring this creative energy into the way that you're manifesting into your relationship with money into your relationship with all the things that you're trying to create in life and the thing is right when we think about sexual energy there's inherently this kind of this kind of texture quality of giving and receiving right In, in 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 sort of equal mutually beneficial sexual relationship there's giving and receiving right there's the ability to let go and just fully receive pleasure enjoyment what have you as well as the ability to be more of the giver more of the doer right we play this dance between masculine and feminine even in our own sexual relationships with whatever like gender our sexual partner is right you do this dance between giving and receiving and that's yet another aspect, right, of the manifestation process. So ask yourself, are you always in giver, doer mode? Especially around your manifestations, but in anywhere in life. Are you always in that do, push, achieve, give mode? And what is your relationship with receiving like? How easily are you able to receive How easily are you able to receive money, to receive the things that you're trying to manifest, to receive the success, the impact, the accolades, the home, the promotion, the recognition, the partner, right? How open are you actually to receiving? Because if you have a funky dynamic around your sexual energy, your creative energy, there's likely some stuff. Everyone's patterns are different. Everyone's history is different. But there's likely some stuff around your ability to just let go and receive. But when you really start to own your creative power, to lean into it, to feel that power, to heal whatever is blocking you, whatever is creating shame around the idea of experiencing your emotions fully, whatever is creating Fear around experiencing your emotions. Whatever is creating shame around enjoyment and pleasure and letting go and relaxation and receiving, right? Inherently, when you start to heal these relationships, you just massively open up your channels for receiving inspiration, inspired action, and the, the results of your manifestations, right? The results of your thoughts and actions coming into physical form. And that is what I have to say about sex, money, and magic. Honestly, I have so much more to say, but those are the general basics for you guys to get started. If you have any questions, please, please, please send me your messages. Follow me at chelsea.quint on Instagram or send me messages on Facebook. I am XO Chelsea Quint over on Facebook. You can also you can slide into my DMs, you can send me emails. You can really ask any questions because I guarantee if you are having a question, if you are wanting to go deeper, you are not the only one. You can also join us in my free Facebook community at survivor to thriver with chelsea quint so join us in there hang out with me in there for additional insight additional trainings and that is truly actually the best place to ask your questions is to go into the facebook group where we can all support you and all learn and grow more together so continue to sit with these questions continue to sit with whatever is coming up for you in this and i cannot wait to hear about the shifts and transformations and magic that happens as you unlock this really yummy co-creative power thank you guys as always for listening i am so happy and grateful and thrilled that you do If you know someone who would benefit from this, please share it. Tag me as you are listening and I cannot wait to hear from you guys and see what magic you create. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. I am so grateful that you did. Please go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast now if you're not already subscribed. And go ahead and share this episode, especially if it resonated with you. Share it across social media or with someone who you know would benefit. Stay tuned for more episodes as well as guided practices every single week. And as always, let me know what you think by following me on Instagram at chelsea.quint or sending in a voice note so that you can get some guidance, some feedback, and some insight on one of the next episodes. Have a great rest of your day. I'm sending you so much love.